Hey, this is the Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 123. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and we're going to do part two of our Modern Horizons set review. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. Back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What's going down? A whole ton is going down. We're back for part two of our Modern Horizons set review. But before we get back into it, we're going to thank our official sponsor over at face-to-facegames.com they are canada's biggest magic store that's yeah. where you can get your modern horizons that's probably where we'll get our modern horizons <laughs> yeah real quick this is a bonus episode so we might not go into all of the minutiae as uh we normally do at the top of the show yeah quick social media coordinates i want to just say real quick make a face-to-face games account leave us a comment on there let them know that Picking up Ryan and Brando, your boys at CCO was a good choice. And at the end of the arc of audience, one lucky commenter on any of our shows over at face-to-facegames.com is going to win a $25 gift certificate from them. Yes. Now, do the rest of our stuff that we have to do. We are CCO Podcast and CCO Brando on Twitter and tappedout.net. We are commandercookout at gmail.com. We are commandercookout on YouTube and Facebook if you want to get in touch with us there. You can find us anywhere that better podcasts are found. That's your iTunes, your Google Play, all those things. And on Patreon, if you're in a position to help the show grow, we are patreon.com slash podcast. If you want a more thorough rundown of all of that stuff, plus all of our articles, things we write about, or a full rundown of how you can enter any of our plethora of giveaways, you can check out our official official home on the entire internet, CommanderCookout.com. That is it. Yeah. We're going to start with white. And the very first, first card, we're not going to do every card. We're just going to do the cards that we do. This is going to be more, um, this is going to feel more like our typical set reviews where we talk about cards we like, some sweet arts. We're going to dump on a whole bunch of stuff. And then you're probably going to get like super hard for a bunch of like gruel lands matters cards. Yeah, probably. Yeah. (laughs) First card, white, Seb McKinnon, moving on. Yes, great art. Thank you, Seb. Next up, I'm not super high on it. I'm not. I'm just going to throw it out there. Go and look at Magic from like 1996 or 7. If you like Seb McKinnon, you'll like it, I promise. Yes. Go to Mirage. Okay, uh, next up with Astral Drift, semi-reprint of Astral Slide, putting Astral Slide into modern. Maybe now that there's two of them, it can be an EDH, do you think? Yeah. We, We built a cycling deck. You could add white to it. Yeah. No, sure. Notably, like Astral Drift only triggers off your cycling, not your opponent's. Right. It probably doesn't matter. Yeah, it probably isn't a thing, but whatever. That's, yeah. a, that's a card that exists. And you cool. can cycle it. And it's, it's got sweet art. It's going to be a cool foil, too. That's fine. Who is that on the art? Do we know? Who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just because I am a sliver guy, I'm not going to touch on every sliver, go deep on any of them. Um, Outlast Sliver, which is Enduring Sliver, is terrible. They should have just... Don't even play it. It's terrible. It, yeah. Mind it, you, it's a 2-2 two, two for 2. Outlast is awful, and it's always awful, and it's always going to be awful. Outlast sucks. Giving your creatures Outlast sucks. You can pay 2 and tap it to put a plus 1, plus 1 counter on this creature. Outlast, Outlast 2 references the mana cost that it costs to tap it and put a plus 1 counter. Yes. And you can only do it as a sorcery. It's terrible. It's like, I'm going to tap my guys on my turn to make them slightly bigger. Like, no. It's a common sliver. you got to remember that yes. this is a draftable set, right? We're going to talk about that a little bit more when we hit a different section of the show. Yes. Uh, the next card is another sliver. First sliver is chosen. Give slivers exalted. First sliver is chosen. That is like 
comma s or apostrophe s so this is the first slivers um possessive yeah chosen yeah he's a three three for five gives you exalted it's fine it's it's fine. You know what? That that is fine. You're not really ever going to trigger exalted in your sliver deck with it, though. No, you, like, know, you know where this goes in the exalted deck because it has exalted. It's yeah. just going to go in the exalted deck. So, yeah, if you want to play five for something, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. like, when and, are you ever going to attack it, with one sliver? And they made it sliver? white. They made it white, so it goes in the white black exalted deck or the bant exalted deck. Ooh. Yeah, so it fits everywhere, right? Yep. There we go. A sliver that is a little bit more. Now, here's a real card. I think it's a real... Do we talk about Force of Virtue? Do we care about Force of Virtue? I don't think we... Force of Virtue. If it's not your turn, you can exile a white card from your hand rather than play its mana cost. And it's got Flash, but it's an enchantment. The other ones are instants, right? Yeah. This one is an enchantment with a Flash. It stays on the battlefield. Creatures you control get plus one, plus one. It's an Anthem. Yeah, Whatever. I wish it had cost white, white, one, because that's what, like, Glorious Anthem costs. So you could glor just cast a... Uh, no, that would be better Glorious Anthem, and I hate when they do that. So white, white, two it is. Yeah, it's That's fine. fine. I like this card a lot from top to bottom, and Fu Evan can finally stop complaining about Beast Within because it's finally back in the color pie. Well, he, in generous gift, he is probably just going to complain about something else. Yeah, he is. He's just going to tell us that we're wrong. <laughs> it's, no, it's wrong. It should be in Blue's color pie. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Blue plays the things that destroy things and give you three threes. Don't you guys know? Ah. It's funny because they actually do. <laughs> yeah, they do. They really yeah, do. three mana to destroy a thing. They get an elephant. So cool. Yeah. Does the what's the green one? Beast within. Beast within. Does it give you an elephant? No, it gives, it gives you a beast. beast. And the what color's the elephant. It's a green elephant. It's a green elephant. Yeah. yeah. They didn't even make a new elephant, and I'm fine with that. I actually super dig that because they don't have to make a new elephant. I don't have to put another token into my token box. Yeah. That I, that I keep in my magic bag. I'm totally cool with I'm that cool too. With All those blue ones make green stuff too. It's a green frog. It's a green That's monkey. That's so funny. Hey? I it, guess I guess because green is the color that has all the animals, right? Yeah. That's the animal color. You you say you like that card top to bottom. I love the very bottom of it that it says Kev Walker is the artist because <laughs> he is like everybody everybody likes Seb McKinnon. No, I like Kev Walker. He was turn of the century artist back in the day. We can actually say that. Yeah, we can actually uh, say, like, back in 99, 2000, yeah. he did lots of cards. So shout out to Kev Walker. Maybe he listens. Maybe he needs a funny nickname if he ever becomes a patron. Oh, that'd be good. Kev Walker, get at us. I want to touch on Giver of Runes real quick, okay. just because we have some time. This is the thing where it's, remember yesterday I said I'm just, I'm so docile to things that, like, normal Magic players don't like. Sure. I'm just like, it's fine. I don't care that it's not as good as Mother of Runes. I get it. If you want Mother of Runes, you probably want this because Mother of Runes in Commander isn't going to block and then give itself protection. It's going to give something else protection. And that's also what Giver of Runes does because it can't target itself. Right. And they they did write, oh, it's not even a human. Yeah, no, it, it can't be a human because it would be too good if it was a human. Yeah. Put it in your core decks. Put it in your cleric decks. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Uh, next up, this quick hit on my part. I took my cat deck apart a little while ago, and I put it back together because of King of the Pride. I'm gonna because give the cats of one, King of the Pride? Yeah, I'm gonna, just because of King of the Pride, I'm going to give cats one more chance. King of the Pride is a 2-1 for white 2. Other cats you control get Savannah Lion, which is plus 2 plus 1. Yeah, you can Savannah Lion your Savannah Lion. To Savannah Lion with a Savannah Lion. It's going to be great. Yeah, bro, I heard you like Savannah Lion, so we put a waterfall in your Savannah Lion. Yeah. X to the Z. <laughs> And it's an uncommon, so I'll pick up a foil one. It'll go into cats. And yeah, then... and you like how it's uncommon because, well, Savannah Lines is an uncommon. Yeah. 
and it's attainable for anybody who wants to yeah people who built the cat deck you can just go out and get one it's not yeah. one of these things you're gonna have to try and fight somebody at your lgs to get the last one it's, it's a rare it's, or the first one in Sliver's case. Uh-huh. Yeah. See what I did there? <laughs> You're terrible. What, what do you feel about uh, Imposter of the Sixth Pride? That is a 3-1 for 2. So you're getting you're getting a, a pretty good front end for 2 mana. Changeling. So it is a cat. So is that Blade of the Blade of the Sixth Pride? Imposter of the Sixth Pride. Except, a, except it's a changeling? I dig it. Oh, it's, what is Blade of the Sixth Pride? Is that, a, is that it, a card? It's the exact same card, except it's a vanilla creature. It's a oh. cat. Well, this one, let's call this one a vanilla creature because it doesn't have any other abilities. Yeah. It's, do, you, do you dig the um, the changelings at a low mana cost just to get you tribal redundancy? Do you like that? I think they're okay. I think it's fine. I, I think, think I actually like it. There, I think I like There's a too. colorless one, a 1-1 one, one for 1 that is changeling. Well, that's cool. So just like... Guess what it is? It's a scarecrow for your Reaper King deck. Guess yeah. Guess what Imposter of the Sixth Pride is? Is uh, it's a two mana scarecrow for your Reaper King deck? Yeah. Guess what's a hundred dollars? Reaper King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I picked mine up when they were like a buck. Yeah, I don't I've, have any. Yeah, I've. I don't want to say how many I have, but I have. I have a bunch. Uh, let's keep let's keep moving on. You know what uh, card I like? Oh, there's Lance Sliver. Yeah, is that one good? Lance or Sliver. Slivers have first strike for three. It's fine. Yeah, his his spiky sliver thing is like a big lance. It's, I get it. It's fine. It's a cool picture. I like the picture on that one. It's very reminiscent of the original sliver token. Yeah, all of the... Oh, yeah, it is. All of the slivers are Dominarian slivers, I think. Or Dominarian or Wrathy slivers. I think that's worth a mention. Yeah, they don't have arms and legs. Those were like the Chandelar slivers. Those slivers existed on a different plane. I only found that out like since I've been looking at Modern Horizons uh, previews. Huh. Yeah, that's a thing. Neat. I like on thin ice, snow enchantment aura. Snow is back, I guess, right? For white. Right. Enchant snow land you control. When on thin ice enters the battlefield, exile a creature and opponent controls until on thin ice leaves the battlefield. So it's chained to the rocks. Yeah, sort of. Except, except you're chaining to the ice. Yeah. Until it melts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if the land gets destroyed or the enchantment gets destroyed, you just like swim back to land. And then you're you're back in the fight. It's a cool card. Yeah, you jack and rose on the land until the land's gone, and then you come back and fight. And it's got neat uh, art on it as well. Yeah. That's going to be another cool uh, foil, I think. Anything that has that nice white backdrop and the thing always look cool in foil. Yeah, with a pop of white ice, yeah. yeah. Hey, do we talk about Ranger Captain of Eos? I know some people are like, some people are super crazy for it. Like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, and then some people are like, why is this a mythic? Oh, my God. There, we'll get to a why is this a mythic? Oh my god! When we hit a different color, but I don't know. I'm, okay, let's let's talk about it there because whatever. It's a three three for three, and it does a bunch of stuff. It's fine. It finds you one cost things. It's good. Okay, we talked about Sarah and Sisse yesterday. I like for our boy Lenny his five color uh, Zada deck. Uh, Shelter, white one target creature you control gains protection from the color of your choice until the turn. Draw a card. That's pretty cool. Oh. That's Dude, cool that just one. makes your guys unblockable. Yeah. And then draw whatever, 10 cards. Draw 10, make your dudes unblockable for white one. Now we're talking. <laughs> I've done worse things in magic. <laughs> I don't know. I see a bunch of commons. I see a bunch of uh, limited stuff. I see like 40 different abilities in this set, right? So many. It's like Future Sight 2.0 or Time Spiral 2.0. Time Spiral Future Sight block, I think. Looking back at it, I loved that time in Magic when they were just, they could just print whatever they wanted. They didn't even care. Just print it. Just willy-nilly. Just do it. You know what I love? I love that Overload is back and there are overloads that you, you switch. When you overload something, you switch target 
to each, right? And there's some overloads that affect you and make it worse for you. So the overload cost is cheaper. Ooh. That is, that's so brilliant. This is not one of them. It's Winds of Abandon. White one sorcery, which sucks, but just listen. Exile target creature you don't control. For each creature exiled this way, its controller searches their library for a basic land card and puts on the battlefield tap. Now, why does it why is it written that way? Well, because it has overload. For uh -oh. white, white, four, exile each creature you don't control. <laughs> Holy. For each creature exiled this way, its controller searches their library for basic land and puts onto the battlefield. That's a cool card. So that path to exiles at sorcery speed for two mana, which sounds terrible. It's not the best. But for six mana, it's a one-sided path to exile. Wrath to exile. Oh, Oh, yes. That is what it is. I just got another <laughs> shiver. I'm so happy that that happened. So is Wrath to Exile for six good? Or do you just have to win the game because you just gave your opponent like five lands? Like 25 lands, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah you gave your opponent's 25 <laughs> lands total. <laughs> yeah, you probably aren't going to survive. Yeah, you're probably going to have a hard time coming back from that. But you, I don't know. I think it could be a one-sided Wraths are... Very good. C, Cyclonic Rift, which I know is an instant, but sometimes you just got to get those creatures out of the way, and you don't care yeah. if they get land for it. Yeah, I think I think that when you compare Rift to Winds of Abandon, one is, one is six mana, one is seven mana, but the seven mana one is an instant. I think it being an instant is what makes Rift. Yes. This is almost like a fixed Rift. They were like, holy shit. They are like, oh my God, we... We can't have it be an instant, and we have to give the opponent something in return. Yes. <laughs> so they're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to dial this all the way backwards. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Yeah, but that's it, fine. It's it's a cool card. I like it. I think I'll play it. It'll go in my white deck. Yeah. And I'll play it, and it'll be fun. It'll go in my white deck. Yeah. <laughs> that's so excellent. Yep. It'll go in the white deck. Speaking of white, are we done? We are done with white. Should we go to blue? I guess. Blue's good. Blue is fine. First blue card, Archmage's Charm. You like that one? Yeah. Blue. Yes, I do. It's a good card. I don't like it, but it's a good card, and I'm happy it exists. Blue, people will play it blue, now, blue, instant. Cool. Choose one, counter target spell, so it's worse than cancel so far. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how we evaluate cards. This card is worse than cancel. <laughs> but you get to choose something else, too. Target player draws two cards. Gain control of target non-land permanent with converted mana cost one or less. This card's good. It's good, yeah. It's... What do you gain control of? I don't know. Sol Ring? Oh, dang. That's what we gain control of. I don't know what you're going to do with it in modern. Any, any mana modern, rock but... that's air quotes good? Yeah. Sol Ring, Mana Crypt, Mana Vault, um, Sensei's Divining Top. Lion's Eye Diamond. Mox Diamond. Yeah, Mox is. Yeah, you don't gain control of a Lion's Eye Diamond, probably. Yeah, you just crack it and... If they're played a Lion's Eye Diamond, they probably already beat you. Yeah, they probably just cracked it and, and won because that's how that card works. <laughs> yeah, they probably already won the game. Okay, you like um, you like Aladdin, Bizarre Trade Mage? I like that it's Aladdin. I like that his bird friend is there. I like that he's riding on carpet. I like all that stuff, and that's where it ends. Do you, do you know how many throwbacks are in that one card? Lots. You've got the actual, this is a bird that was on an art in... Arabian Nights. Sure. You've got Aladdin, who is in Arabian Nights. You've yep. got Flying Carpet, that was in Arabian Nights. Yep. And the ability, 3-4 Flyer for 3, when Bazaar Trade Mage enters the battlefield, draw two cards and discard three cards. You've got Bazaar Baghdad. Yeah. 
super shitty that Bizarro was, Baghdad. That was from Arabian Nights. If you want a Bizarro of Baghdad. And you got City of Brass in the background. You notice the background of that card? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't, but now I do, and that's cool. I'm sure that the little dude, like the little orc or whatever it is on the bottom, I'm sure that that is a throwback as well. Probably. Like, if you want to play Bizarro, just play Magus of the Bizarro. He's terrible too, but Bizarro Baghdad is just too much money. Yeah, I think, I don't know, this ETB, so if you can bounce it or blink it, it's pretty good. It's okay. I and you know. discard them, right? Like, you don't exile them. Yeah. You, you discard them. This card's good because it lets you see three cards and fill up your graveyard. I don't know. I like cards that let me draw two. That's good. Draw two, discard three is hard. Yeah, discarding three sucks. Yeah, discarding more than you draw is always hard. Hey, how about how about discarding seven? That sounds awful, Ryan. No, I love <laughs> discarding seven. Every time. Even when you... What if you don't draw seven? Okay, well, that's less good. There you but go. But I still love discarding seven. If, if, <laughs> if I don't draw seven when I'm discarding seven, it's probably still good. <laughs> so I probably made it good somehow. Let's talk about Echo of Eons. Good God. You, you read this one. Echo of Aeons is a sorcery for blue, blue, four. Each player shuffles their hand into their gra- and graveyard into their library, draws seven cards, and it has flashback for blue, two. I was going to say, what does it really cost, Brando? Blue, two. So it's what? just Time Twister. It's Time Twister. Who? It's Time Twister with a different art. Who did that art there? Who did that art with all those Dragon Balls on it? It looks like some Tyrese Nielsen? Yeah, some guy who plays for, like, the New York Jets or something. Yeah, they, I think they play for the Jets. Tyrese but, Nielsen. I love the Dragon Balls. What, what were they thinking? when they was like, Let's just do Time Twister. What were they thinking? Well, they kind of did it before with um, Days Undoing, right? It's, just, it's Time Twister, Ryan. Man, I love me some Time Twister. Time Twister sees playing EDH. Because you can play it there? It's the it's the only power nine card you can play in EDH. Not anymore. <laughs> what the hell? So golding excellent. I want to talk about... It, it, it's good, right? Play that card? Yeah, that card is awesome. Play that, that card, card is... in your Nekuzar, play it in your Joyra, play it in your blue decks. That You want that card, right? You can play it in virtually any deck, really. Yeah. I mean, even at, it, at its worst mode is it removes graveyards from the game. Like, Ooh. you know? like it's, Yeah, that's it, as bad as that card gets. Yeah. Remove all graveyards from the game, draw seven for six mana. That sounds awful. <laughs> oh, God, I would never do that. That sucks so bad. Might as well just burn them or send them to Ryan. Yes. I want to talk about exclude, throwback to invasion, and Phyrexian Rager, one of my favorite cards. Moving on. I want to talk about Eye Kite. Look at that guy. I. Oh man, he's that, seen some shit. Dude. That guy, <laughs> that guy has seen some stuff. Oh, all right, we got it. We got a um, animal in. What is a monkey in the bag? Elephant in the elephant room. elephant in the room. Got there. Not sitting on a guy on a table because it's a gift you can't regift. It's a it's a thing that we just have to talk about. Force of negation. Force of negation is an instant blue blue one. If it's not your turn, you can exile the blue card from your hand rather than pay its mana cost. It counters target non-creature spell if that spell is countered. Remove it from the game. So if it's not your turn, it's a negate for free. Negate's good. Is it negate or do you want to do, you want to do a fairy trickery because it removes the card from the game? Oh, yeah. But that gets everything. Negate's fine. Negate is fine. It has it in the name. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, of course, a throwback to force of will, so it's got force of negate. It, it's free. It's like, I mean... It's, it's good. good. I've gotten negated in Commander before, and I've gotten forced in Commander before. Yeah. So if you want to play either of those cards, and guess what this card's better than? Negate? Cancel. Yeah, it's better than Cancel. <laughs> I don't know if it is, because Cancel can counter anything. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Smitty's just like, F you, Smitty's like, well, what is it? Is it better or is it worse than Cancel? What do <laughs> I do? I don't know what to do with my life. Ah! Every time he casts a Cancel, I literally like 
jump out of my skin to just make him not play cancel. And he never cuts it. <laughs> and I give him all the suggestions on Commander Cookout. The, the reason I started this show is to make Smitty not play cancel. <laughs> and I give him options all the time. He just d- doesn't. Future Sight gets another reprint with a really cool picture. I like that. Even though it's got skulls, it's also got like little babies floating in trees. Yeah, the skulls are like us now because we're getting old. And the baby is like the next wave of magic players coming in. The future. I'm going to get one of those just for the art. I like it. That art already exists. Does it? Yeah, I think it was in a Commander product. Yeah, balls it. I want that one. Yeah. Just this one. It's probably got a good foil. I like, hey, I want to talk about Mirrodin Besieged just because I love when they put the names of sets on magic cards. Is that a Phyrexian sliver attacking a giant alligator man and a bunch of soldiers? Is that what's happening there? Uh, yes, except I don't think it's a sliver. It's some kind of clockwork looking beast. I don't know. It's probably a throwback to clockwork beast. <laughs> I just thought of that. <laughs> and Or clockwork Avon. That's fine. Do we care about Meritlage's slumber? Uh, yeah, because it makes a 2020 Meritlage. Now we don't have to like play with Dark Depths to get a Meritlage. And I'm happy because I don't I've never owned a Dark Depths. <laughs> Ninjas are back. So we got Naga Ninja. Sure um, a snake. Yeah, and it's it's a not snake ninja. We got some ninjas. We're just kind of skimming at this point. We got Pondering Mage. It's a human wizard. So was that bizarre trader or whatever. He was a, he was a human wizard. That isn't irrelevant. Yeah, wizards are a real thing. They're a, they're a tribe that are supported. Speaking of human wizard, we got tribute tribute mage. This is one I wanted to talk about. Two uh, two for blue two. Enters the battlefield, search your library for an artifact card with converted mana cost two, exactly. Reveal that card, put it into your hand. You know where that's going? What? In, in, in my life, it's going right into my Zinden split and a coon coin Because it finds you a it gets Krark's me a thumb. thumb. I was good. That's on my list in my head of things that that finds you. Yeah. It finds you both halves of Sword of the Meek and Thopter Foundry, right? Sword Thopter combo. Yeah. If you Google that, you'll find it. And she's actually holding a Sword of the Meek, I believe. You want to hear some other yeah. neat things that you find with that? Yeah, I do. Some mana rocks, fine. Sure, whatever. Including Grim Monolith. <laughs> it's not a bad one. Yeah, mana, crit, mana, vault, all the fast mana, yeah. Damping Sphere, Winter Orb. Yeah, all your stacks pieces. Okay, that's cool. Scroll Rack. Ooh. So that'll go into your Kefnet deck. Yeah, that's a good one. Get this spicy take. Spellskite. Hey, yeah. Ah, look at that, hey. It gets all kind. Of, it being two and not one, like Trinket Mage is- yeah. Pretty cool. It's like a powered up trinket mage. Or a powered down trophy mage. So we've got trinket mage at zero and one drops. That finds you really all of the best mana rocks. Yeah. This one finds you combo pieces, as does the trophy mage. It finds you a three drop. That used to find me um, Cloudstone Curio. That's a good one. Yep. Because that's not a combo piece, right? <laughs> no. And we've got the six drop one in treasure mage. That'll find you a like a worm coil engine, which is... Pretty good. Pretty good card. It's medium. It's fine. Finds a Micah's and Lattice, maybe. Oh, oh. Oops. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for the four drop one. Wizards, get on it. I need the four drop mage f- artifact finder. I need it to find ancestral statue. <laughs> I need it. A <laughs> uh, couple other things. Here's a sliver, Scuttling sliver, two, two for three, untap. You can untap them for two. It's irrelevant because you play Intruder Alarm. Uh, Stream of Thought has a really cool art on it. I like it a whole lot. Damn Seb McKinnon. Just, just, it Seb's everywhere. There's another Seb in String of Disappearances. I think that's Chain of Vapor? Yeah, I believe Ish. so, yeah. 
but that's a that's a thing. We already talked about Urza, so we can skip over his stupid ass. Uh, what about what about you? You like Watcher of Tomorrow? This one, this one might actually, um, this one might actually go in my Animar deck because it lets you see four deep. Hideaway on a creature, it's okay. It's not bad. And if it dies or exiled, if it leaves the battlefield in any way, you ex- you put the exiled card into your hand. So you reveal the top four, you exile one, and that it's hidden away. That's what Hideaway does. Yeah. The other ones go on the bottom of your library or something, right? Yep. When Watcher of Tomorrow leaves the battlefield, put the exiled card into your hand. So if you have a way to cast them for one mana instead of two, like Animar would do, then you play a bounce creature, you bounce him, you can cast him again to hide away something again, so you could really see like eight deep for blue, blue, blue for him and blue for the bounce guy. Right. Oh, and blue to cast him again, so you can see eight deep. You couldn't actually get the hideaway thing like immediately just by bouncing him. It's okay. It's, it's not a good. bad card yeah. by any stretch. It's, it's going to be a cool foil again. And yeah, it's got cool art, hey? You know what it reminds me of? Um, Tommy the Green Ranger playing his knife like a flute. Oh, yeah, for yeah. the Dragon Zord, for Godzilla Zord to come. Yeah, 90s kids will know what I'm talking about. Yeah, dude. Speaking of Godzilla Zord, Godzilla the new one, King of the Monsters, everybody go see it. It's awesome. You saw it? I did. I love I love Godzilla um, uh, iconography, like the posters and the culture around it and stuff. Love it. It's so good. The movie is very good. It's I'm, everything that I'm you actually, wanted. I'm actually doing a, a, a new Godzilla movie poster altar on a card. Cool. Yeah. So that's how my Animar is painted. There's going to be an, not another Animar, but another card that I'm doing Godzilla on. I like it. On black? to the black cards. Black, black, sniff my crack. First card, Cabal Therapist. Amazing art. Interesting in Commander. It's not Cabal Therapy. I want a giant one of this art in foil. Yeah, that'd be dope. I just want a regular one in foil. I want to find a high-res one and just take it to like a, a photo printing place and get them to print it on like the foil paper that they have. Ooh. And I want to hang it in my house. That would be neat. That would be cool. Moving on. Yes. Carrion Feeder. New art. Do we care? We already have that. And we already got foils in, uh, what set is it? Odyssey? Or, uh, or I don't Onslaught? like. I don't like the art that much. It's whatever. I it's don't a know. zombie who's got no skin. Eh. It's fine. It's, yeah, it's whatever. Crypt Rats, same thing. That's a cool card. Dead of Winter. Here's our first yep. real one. What do we, we What do we say about this one? It is a sorcery for black, too. All non-snow creatures get minus X, minus X, where X is the number of snow permanents you control. It's them printing another three-mana black wrath, and they're just trying to figure out what's going to work. This one. This one works? I think so. You think it works? Is this um, a good one? Do, do, you know, um, do you know the card? Uh, mutilate. Mutilate yeah, is yeah. the card. Yeah, it, it, this, this is a three-mana mutilate if you play all snow-covered swamps. Yes. I like three-mana mutilate. <laughs> I like, what is it, five-mana mutilate? Four. Four. I like three. Yeah, three is better than four. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. I mean, whatever mana mutilate you play, it, it kind of just gets better the more it costs because three mana, you're going to give minus three to everything if you have three swamps. Four, yeah. minus four. Five, minus five. And it's got a cool picture. Yeah. It's going to be another way. Somebody, there's somebody out there who will eventually get a hold of you and they're going to want you to put uh, Griffith and Guts on there. I know you don't know who they are, but somebody's going to ask you for that. Is that from Berserk? Yep. Got there. There you go. And you're going to come to me and you're going to say, Brando, should I do this? And I'm going to say, fuck, yes, you should. <laughs> I got two in a row that I want to talk about. First okay. one, and, and it's, it's it would be way more romantic if I saved it to the end, but I'm going to talk about Endling. <laughs> this, remember we talked about uh, Pashalik Mons? Big long time, took a long time for them to complete this set. Right. And Wizards gets hated on by all the magic nerds who want their sets to be completed, their cycles, right? Right. Endling 
is the blackling. We got morphling and etherling, whatever. We got morphling. Yeah, morphling's the the one that the, the iconic one. one. Yeah. We've got brightling is the white one from Battle Bond last year. Right. Thornling is the green one. He's badass. Uh, what's the red one? Torchling. Torchling. I was gonna say infernoling. <laughs> Torchling is the red one, and now this is the last one. And it's called Endling. I like it. It's It's got a good name. It completes the set, so it's the end. And it's a zombie. It's black. It fits in with the with the the prefix end. Yep. Yeah, I like it. So Endling is a 3-3 three, three for black, black, 2. Black gives it menace. Black gives it death touch. Black gives it, un- <clears throat> black gives it undying all until end of turn. And then one man of any color gives it plus one. Minus one or minus one plus one. And all of the Ling cycle have their abilities worded like that. Yes. Super cool. I like that lots. Also, right before Endling, we have Dregscape Sliver. That's our first actually good sliver. Oh, that one's good. Yeah, if yeah. you are a degenerate piece of garbage when you play slivers, as I am. Not only is it a 2-2 two, two for two, but it gives all of your slivers unearthed. Unearth two. Just so, two. That's yeah. it. So you unearth is you pay two. You can bring the creature from your graveyard back to play. If it leaves play for some reason, you remove it from the game. So after somebody wipes out your sliver combo, you can just pay some mana to put it all back and just do it anyway. No, and they get haste. Yeah. Unearth gives them haste. Yep. Oh man. Like it. That that one is crazy. Also, excellent picture, and I'm gonna love playing that against everybody. Yeah. Hey, I, I actually have a story about the card Feaster of Fools. I saw that you, you were liking on this card. Yeah. And I was going to ask you why, because it doesn't... Maybe it went over my head. Maybe I haven't looked at it hard enough. So what's what's going on there? So when I read a card, the first thing I see when I see the card is the art. And being connected with magic and plugged in, I immediately try and draw, like, what is this art? Like, immediately I'm like, oh, that's a throwback to this, or that's this, or that looks like that. Or Seb McKinnon did this, or Tyrese Nielsen did it, right? Then, Feast Your Fools, I read it. Okay, that sounds like a demon. I look, creature type, demon. Black, black, four. Cool. Three, three. Fine. So I'm going to get an upside, so this is better be good. She got flying, cool. Convoke. Okay, he's using the people in his art, and he's like eating them to pay for his mana cost. Cool, he's the Feaster of Fools. Then I read the last ability, Devour Two. He's actually eating them. Yeah. And when I read it, I go like, art, mana cost, creature type, uh, power and toughness, ability, ability. And then I read Devour, and the sound I made was just like, because <laughs> it got me. Like, I didn't expect it to, to, to do that. I didn't expect him to actually eat the things that are helping him because it, they're fools. They're yeah. helping him thinking that. Oh, you're going to give us power because you're a demon. Yeah, you're a demon. Yeah, we worship you like they're the the apostles or whatever. Yeah, fools. And he eats them. Yeah. And he gets bigger. So he's not actually a a 3-3 for 6. He's he's got devour 2. So if you only devour one guy, he's a 5-5 flyer for 6. If you devour two guys, he's a 7-7 flyer for six if you if you play him at his maximum he's what an 11 11 flyer for two not even because you can tap black creatures to pay for black black oh yeah he's an 11 11 flyer for nothing for free man i love 11 11 (laughs) flyers that are free (laughs) i don't even know if that's how the math on that card works but but top down design top to bottom that card is awesome that's pretty good yeah 
Okay, keep keep it keep it keep it moving. Okay, we uh, we're gonna talk about real quick Force of Despair. I know it's Seb McKinnon, but the only reason I'm talking about this is because it reminds me of like the original terror art. Yeah, where like the, Seb ripped it off. I the uh, muscles and skeleton. And, one more goddamn reason to not like Seb McKinnon. So Force of Despair, cool, and it's thing. good. I think play it right. It's good. It's fine. It destroys all creatures that enter the battlefield this turn. Black black one, or if it's not your turn, you can exile a black card. So you're gonna you're gonna get a. You're gonna get a creature with it if you want to get that creature that it just came into play, yeah. and you can get it for free if you need to. Or if somebody does the storm herd, or somebody goes off with maybe not Omnath, but if somebody crankos to the max, you just get them all. Yeah, it's a good card. I got a question. Sure. How does that like? Why is that guy's head the same exact size and shape as his helmet? Um. Okay. Little <laughs> little known fact: if you hang upside down for a long time with a helmet that's round on, your head will eventually become giant and round. Maybe that's what happened to this yeah, guy. That's that's to- that's a scientific fact. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What do we got? We got some zombies. We got some ninjas. Plague engineer. What do you think of plague engineer? I like that it talks about Phyrexia. How, what do you think about rank officer? Three one for four. I've never read this card before. Actually, it's a zombie soldier rank officer. It's a play on words because he's stinky. Yeah. But he's also the rank officer. Okay, anyways. Enters the battlefield. You may discard a card. If you do, create a 2-2 zombie. You can go black one, exile a creature card from your graveyard. Each opponent loses two life. Eh. Oh, so wish that wasn't a tap ability. <laughs> it's fine. It's a zombie. It goes in zombie decks that care about that stuff. What do you think of Sling Gang Lieutenant? Oh, this card is so... It's so cute because it's like throwback to Siege Gang Commander and... Lorowen. This is a Lorowen feeling card. Yeah, sack of, Okay, so it's a one-one for black three goblin. Sounds, sounds terrible off the off the top. When Sling Gang Lieutenant enters the battlefield, create two one-one red goblin creature tokens. So it costs one less, but you get one less goblin than Siege Gang. Right. But you don't have to pay anything, and you just sack a goblin. Target player loses one life. You gain one life. It's okay. You don't pay anything, but it deals less damage. Same life point swing, because Siege Gang does two, and this one gains you one and deals one. And it can't hit creatures. So oh, it's, yeah, that's it, right. It, people who are saying, oh, this is just new, it's not Siege Gang Commander. Siege Gang Commander beats the crap out of this card every how, time. How often does Siege Gang Commander throw goblins at creatures, though, in Commander? In, in Commander, more often than you throw goblins at people's faces, unless you're making infinite mana. I suppose, Like, yeah. sometimes you just need to kill that stupid... Uh, Who's that thing that makes Ether Sworn Canonist? Yeah, yeah. Or you know what I mean? You, yeah. You know what I like this in Aristocrat decks because it's giving you bodies and it's an aristocrat itself when you sack a goblin. Yeah. I like it in Rakdos Goblin decks because those do exist. It, it It's a cool card. It's just not Siege Gang Commander. It's Undead Augur. Is it a reprint? Yes. Yes. No, I don't think is so. This is going straight into Lord of Tresserhorn. That's a good one. I like him. I like the art. I like the mana cost. I like that it's a zombie and a wizard. And I like when it dies or another zombie you control dies, including Lord of Tresserhorn. You draw a card and lose a life. It's cool. Yeah, I, like, I that. like that one. I like that one lots. On Earth, that's another good one. Return target creature card with converted mana cost three or less from your graveyard to play for black one. That is a reprint from Urza's Destiny Legacy. Like it. I was asking Joel Raw, uh, F.U. Joel, does that card go up or down in price? It was about $1.50 from Legacy and or Destiny, whatever. And now it's legal in Modern, 
but there's way more of them out there. And it's a common now, so like it was a common then too. Okay, a little I don't know. I, this is prob- probably the price of the original one is unaffected. The, the price of the original one will maybe tick up a touch because people like to play the original art and stuff. The original foils will probably go up a, an amount, and then on Earth here it'll be with all the regular people just play with. I got one more for you in your Rakdos Goblin deck. Okay. Wart Eye Witch. Ooh. Yeah, 3-2 three, for 3. Whenever a Wart Eye Witch or another creature you control dies, scry one. It's pretty good. Straight into the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I just love Lord of Tresorn. What you can love, I say? You love those die triggers. Yep. All right, let's talk about red. 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 Uh, there's nothing in red. Let's just go to green. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you guy. You flipping guy. We got a couple slivers. We do. Uh, Bladeback Sliver is a 2-2 two, two for 2 with Hellbent. As long as you have no cards in hand, Sliver creatures you control have tapped. This creature deals 1 damage to target player or planeswalker. It's... You have Hellbent. You have to have Hellbent. Yeah, Hellbent is not a, an ability I ever wanted on my Slivers. Or, so... or on any card. Yeah, or on any card, really. <laughs> so it's it can totally suck it. Cleaving Sliver is another Blade Sliver. I think it's exactly the same. It actually has a blade for a hand. And then it's a 2-2 two, two for 4. Slivers get plus 2, plus 0. Oh. That's a good one. It's, it's blade, If Blade Sliver's good, that one's good. Bone Splitter Sliver. That's the one I was thinking oh, of. Oh, yeah, because it gives Bone sli- Splitter. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um. So that's fine. Force of Rage, we were talking before. Hold on, we you were... skipped mine. Did I skip you yours? Skipped... You got... Oh, my God. Fists of Flame. Fists of Flame is so damn good in competitive Zata that it might change four cards in the list. Just by including it, I can cut other shit to free up slots. Wow. It's it 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 took out the worst cantrip spell in Panic. It was a slow cantrip. And it is the best one. Wow. So well, it, arguably the best one, because it costs red one, not just red. It's an instant for red one. Draw a card. Until end of turn, target creature gains trample and gets plus one plus one for each card you've drawn this turn. So if you cast just that. Target creature, Zada, gets plus one, plus one, plus one, plus O, and trample. And then it radiates to all of your other goblins. But if you've cast like three or four other cards that say draw a card, and then it radiated to all your other goblins, and you've drawn 15 cards this turn, all your guys get plus 15, plus O, and trample. If you have Zada and three other goblins and you play this, you draw four cards and they'll get plus four, plus O, right? Correct. That's how that works? Yep. Excellent. That is a... And the art is cool. She's like breathing fire. She's flames and she's got chains on her. Oh, it's her a girl. I didn't even know that. Is it a dude then. or a girl? It's a girl. I don't know. Sure. It's fine. No, it's Jared Carthalion. I think that's a dude. That's just somebody saying that. They're probably looking at their girlfriend saying, yeah. fire has always been my most faithful companion. Yeah, man, that card is. That is so emo for somebody to say. Screw yeah, you, and look at they're wearing a hood. And st- Anyways, Get let's move to Jared. Force of Rage. Fist of Flame, play it in your Zada decks, play it in your Feather decks. Just play it, it's good. Yep. Force of Rage, sucks. don't play that card, That's, it's terrible. The card sucks, let's just let's not even talk about it. Just, yeah. just read it yourself, there, you'll there know There is why a whole bunch of dialogue that goes along with that card as to why or what would be better or what, whatever, but no, we're not even going to. Yeah, we don't have time to care about that right now. What do you got next? How about Goblin Engineer? How about Goblin Matron? Goblin Matron is after Goblin Engineer. Goblin Engineer is like less good Goblin Welder. But if you want Goblin Welder and you want a second one, you probably want Goblin Engineer. Correct. That's what I wanted to say. Well said. Okay, got Go- it. Goblin Matron, I am super pumped about. You get them in foils that don't cost 100 now. That is why I'm <laughs> pumped about it. I have painted ones. I have black border ones. I have all sorts of Goblin Matrons. I don't have any foil ones, and now I can get one. Now and you do. The picture is cool. I'm I'm a fan. I'm super happy to see this. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know what's funny is the two cards I'm most excited for are both common cards in 
the Fist of Flame and Goblin War Party. Four mana, get three goblin tokens, or creatures you control get plus one in haste, or entwine them so you can do both. So seven mana, three dudes, they all get plus one, plus one in haste. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it goes in Zada. It's uh, it's better than Beetleback Chief because it's four mana, get three bodies, but this one is red three instead of red, red two, and this one you can flash back off of Past in Flames. And if you want, you can give your guys haste on flashback. Gives you options. Yeah, Gotta this one's like better that. than Beetleback Chief. Yeah. So sorry, Beetleback Chief, you're out. <laughs> Next sliver is Hollowhead Sliver. Give what do you call that? Rummage. Yep. Discard a card. Draw a card. Two two for three. It's it's fine. It's you can do better stuff. Play Dormant Sliver. Meh. I'm just I'm skimming now to see if there are any that I'm really interested in. Hey, read the flavor text on Pyrophobia. Have you read this? I hate this. I hate fire. I hate you for taking me on this route. Norin the wary. That sounds like stuff that you would say, yes, it and does. it's by Norin, your boy. And it's my boy. I like that lots. Actually, I want to talk real fast about plane bound accomplice, only because it kind of looks like that's Ren and Six in the background there, maybe. It is. And this card with a Cloudstone Curio enables a ridiculous combo that I was trying to force in my Norin deck with Chandra and Koth, where I just <laughs> make infinite mana and play my whole deck. And this allows me to do it for, like, on turn four instead of on turn eight when I have eight mountains. That sounds awesome, but then you're talking about playing three-card, oh, four-card yeah. combo, yeah. and one of them has to be a plane-bound accomplice, which is actually a bad card. Yes. <laughs> Correct. It's actually a terrible it's card. It's sneak attack for, for planeswalkers. Like, you really want that one-plus or one-minus ability. Like, it's it's a bad card, but in that one super-duper... four mana. Why don't yes. you just cast the planeswalker? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, F that guy. I just wanted to point out that, hey, man, here's a way I can finally force that combo. Yeah. Hey, do you like... um? Do you like seasoned Pyromancer? This is young Pyromancer all grown up. He's hit the gym. He's like jacked up now. This is the dude that I actually That's thought CrossFit. Like, why is this a mythic? Oh, this is the one. Yeah, this is the one. Why is it a mythic? It's a red, red one for a 2-2 two, two, and he enters the battlefield. You discard two cards, then draw two cards. And for each non-land card you discarded, you get a 1-1 one, one red elemental. Red, red three. Exile him from your graveyard. Great two red elemental creature tokens. Why is that a mythic? Why? Uh, like, is there I, must gonna, be I, some interaction I'm missing. There has to be. Yeah, maybe in draft. Maybe because it's like it's gonna be a chase card. You know what? You you know what you'll super appreciate about this card? Red, red, one. Discard non-land. Discard non-land. Get two dudes. One of those non-land cards you discarded was a dread return. Sacrifice yeah. pyromancer yeah. and your dude and your dude. Reanimate the other non-land card that you discarded. That's pretty good. That isn't terrible. That's not the worst. Maybe yeah. that's maybe that maybe that's why. Maybe that's maybe that's like turn one or two in modern. Get your grizzle brand brand back. Yeah. I don't hate that. Maybe or maybe your that's... um. What's the other one? Primeval Titan is popular right now. Sure. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Dread Return. Man. I I still don't think it should be a damn mythic, but whatever. We broke it. We blew it open for you. Uh, shenanigans. We talked about that last. We. It's the dredge card. Oh yeah. Dredge one. Red one, destroy an artifact. It's fine. That is fine. dredge. Yeah, that is not delve. That is 100% dredge. It's fun to play, and it'll be a cool EDH card. Like, just get one. Just have them around. They're they're fine. Uh, Spiteful Sliver is a rare sliver. 2-2 two, two for 3. Slivers you control have when this creature is dealt damage. It deals that much damage to dark player or planeswalker. That one is good. That one is good. That one is excellent. 
Uh, you know what I like? Urza's Rage getting reprinted. Yes. <laughs> what about what about um, Throws of Chaos? This I don't like. Like it's fine. Whatever. What's your take on this one? I don't like it either. It's red three sorcery cascade with retrace, so you can pitch a land to cast it from your graveyard. Yes, I feel and like it's just I w- cascades. That's all it does. I think I was like the target audience for this card, and I don't like it. So you pay four mana to get any three drop or less from your deck. Yeah. Sorry, the, the top, the, the, the next, next one. Is that good? It could be. It's it could be if it's in your graveyard and you top deck a land late game and you just like throws of chaos get my one two or three drop. Yeah, like it's okay. I just don't like it because it doesn't it doesn't do anything. It's, it's even it's remotely controllable. It's by, a trap. It's yes. a trap because you're like, oh, it turns my dead land drop on the top of my deck late game into the next card and it's like okay discard my land pay three uh get my soul ring oh because soul ring on turn 10 is so much better than a basic land yeah <laughs> right that's like, a trap yeah, it's just not very good tectonic reformation i like um i like the art on it i like that it gives each land in your hand cycling for red that's what you probably want to throws of chaos into when you're drawing nothing but land <laughs> yeah because then if you draw any more land you just cycle them turn them into new cards that's way better yeah i do like that that's that's just a cool card i'm looking forward to getting a couple of those as well on to green that goes in the garna cycling deck we built a couple weeks ago yes it does <laughs> <laughs> yeah on to green do we like seismic or salt oh, i know what er means now so it's funny <laughs> yes we do Yes, we do. It is green, 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 discard a land, get a 2-2 bear. You're getting the same amount of potential damage as Seismic Assault, but this one you have to wait a turn, but you can block with it. Yes, you can defend yourself with a Seismic Assault. And it goes infinite with, like, Dredge card and um, Gitrog. Sure. It's fine. Yeah, of course it Because Gitrog needed another way to do that. Absolutely, it did. I like Seismic Assault better than this in land decks because I might just have 20 land in my hand and that just kills you yeah i was actually thinking about it the other day like how quickly like how much damage did my aggro loam do and i was like like 16 right now to your face yeah at instant speed this will do 16 this will do 16 as well it'll make flash blockers as well but if i want to do 16 i gotta wait a turn or i have to strategically do it at the end of your turn so i can just untap with my dudes that's probably okay. Yeah, it's not bad. But you know what? You know what? Like somebody will just like black force you and just kill them all. It's a cool card. Um, I'm pumped to play with it, but it, it is what it is. Uh, yep. Another card I super like, Collector Oaf. Yeah, this is your Null Rod in green, right? Because you need three Null Rods. Well, specifically, you need a Null Rod that you can find with Green Sun Zenith. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> or the new, what's the new Green Sun? The tr- uh, finale of... Green, yeah, finale yeah, so with the dinosaur on so it. So you can get this one for uh, from your graveyard too. Jesus, he's super good. I like him. Hey, do you like uh, do you like the cards with no mana cost that just have suspend? Do you like those? No, you like them. Not I, even I've any, never like, cascade liked them. decks. No, I've never liked them. I think that they kind of break cascade to like. What if you get two four fours for free? That's cool. Like, if that happens. But that's but it, right? If you draw that card, it's like, wow. When are 2-4-4 four, four vanilla is going to win you the game? Especially when you top deck a turn 8. Yeah. yeah you're like right. It's, they're just they're bad cards for the most part, I think. Force of Vigor, we should probably touch on this one. It's super good. Uh, green, green, 2 for an instant. If it's not your turn, you can 
discard a green card to play it. Destroy up to two target artifacts and or enchantments. Yeah, that one's the other good one. That is a good-ass card, and it has a kick-ass art on it, man. I like that a lot. Yeah, I like that one. What's it got, like, Aldrazi's or something on it? I don't know. Whatever. I like those ones that you look at. I'm like, what am I looking at? Is that a tree? Is that a thing? What the, what the fuck is that? I just like arts like that. You like Hex Drinker? It's got Level Up. Remember Level Up? I like it. We haven't done Level Up Traxa yet for Project Atraxa. Oh, it's coming. Damn it, cat's out of the bag. It's coming. And onto the roof. Best in the series. Hex Drinker is a 2-1 for 1 with Level Up 1. At levels 3 through 7, it's a 4-4 with protection from instance. At level 8 plus, it's a 6-6 with protection from everything. It's like a little mini, uh, what's it called? Brogy tits. Progenitus. Progenitus. I like this card because it's a snake. I like it because it's strong. I like it because it's going to be. I like it because it's going to be an excellent foil. I don't like it because it's already like 20 bucks. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's a $20 card. I don't think people are going to be like, oh, I'm going to get my 6-6 pro everything for nine. Just play Progenitus. Yeah. If you're playing a deck that's going to do something like that, just play Progenitus and Conflux and just... You can play it out of your command zone then and play all the other colors of mana too. Yeah, like, if you're going to do degenerate stuff, just do it right. Uh, What about Llanowar Tribe? You like this one? We got Llanowar Elder, Llanowar Elf. We got Llanowar Tribe. Next we're going to get, like... Llanowar Jonestown or something. It's going to be like a 10-10 for green, 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 Drink Kool-Aid. Get 100 green. Like, I don't know. This is just another one that goes infinite with Umbral Mantle or something. It's another way to go infinite in Elves because you've got to have some more of those. Moving on. It's fine, yeah. Mother Bear? You like Mother Bear? I know somebody who does. It could be one of our Ninja Turtle patrons. Yeah, who knows? But So Mother Bear is a thing. Nantuko Cultivator. I'm curious about. I'm gonna I'm gonna test with him. He's a two two for four. When it enters the battlefield, you discard any number of lands and put that many plus one plus ones on him, and then draw that many cards. I didn't read the last part. I just thought he was a plus one, and I moved on. I was like, no, you why, d- why do you want this? You draw back into that many, so you can dump some lands into your bin and then refill your hand. Wow. I. D- but you gotta have lands. You gotta have land in your hand, so it's. It's wonky. It's going to be hard to play, but I think I I don't know. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to try him. I think I'm going to try it. I don't mind that. Just to sometimes you don't want to play lands. You want to do other stuff. How sexy is Rhyme Tender? Sexy. Just, let's just talk about that art for just a second. I'm, it's I'm, sexy. I'm not I'm not super down on redheads, but I mean, takes one to know one. <laughs> they're reprinting sexy sp- sexy people. That is takes there, one to know one. <laughs> there you go. Uh, they're reprinting Spore Frog. I think that lots of people, Commander people, are yeah, going to be excited about that. Yeah, that's probably important for Commander. We're, we're skimming again because it's like, I don't know. I don't want to talk. What about Weather the Storm? Me and Bryn were talking about this one last night. F.U. Bryn. He's officially an F.U. CCO yeah, dude bro He's now. a dude bro now, yep. Weather the Storm. Green, one, instant, gain three life, storm. No. Get out of here. You know what I like? I want to play that and then Yogmoth's will. I, I, I've, Bryn blew my mind yesterday. Okay. I'm going to go to CEDH and people are going to start to roll their eyes. But before you do, Storm decks and CEDH is a thing. Blue, blue black, blue red, Grixis. Oh, I just... What if you did mono green storm? And of course you're going to win with Aetherflux because all the storm decks win with Aetherflux. But you know that your Aetherflux is going to get countered or responded to in some way. Or you go to activate it and somebody destroys it in response so you can only kill one person with it. You storm, 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 Aetherflux, hold priority. And or like when... You go to activate it, they kill it in response. You go, okay, in response, 
I'll weather the storm. Thanks for just adding to my storm count. <laughs> and then kill you anyways in mono green. <laughs> oh, man. You know what I was, when you were, when you said, oh, other people are storm, storm, storming. You know what I would love to do in Legacy is wait for somebody to try to tendrils me. And they're agonizing over the combo for like 20 minutes. Well, and that's, go, that's why this card exists, right? Tendrils you out. No. This this is tech against uh, ant decks, like ad nauseum tendrils decks. So good. Oh, yeah. I like that. There's a couple of other green things I'm going to touch on real fast. Tempered Sliver, because I'm touching all the slivers. 2-2 two, two for 3. Even though you said you weren't going to? I will, because I'm the degenerate piece of shit. Creature deals combat damage to a player with a plus one, plus one counter on it. That's terrible. Tree Folk Umbra, I like it because it's you can turn somebody else into a Renin 6. Do, do you I know like, what Tree Folk that is? Doran? It's Doran. Look at his hair and stuff. That's what I think, anyways. What a guy. Uh, should we talk about Unbound Flourishing? It's $60 already. Oh, yeah. If you if you cast something with X, you double you double X. Yep. And, and if, if you if you activate an ability with X, it's double X. What about that rules lawyering, hey, that they had to, uh, how they had to word that card? But the thing with the activating ability, you don't double X, you copy it, don't you? Don't you know. You copy the spell or ability. So if I Comet Storm you for 10... I just get another Comet Storm for 10. Um, Comet Storm isn't. W let's just read it. How about reading the card explains the card. Okay. Green 2, Enchantment. Whenever you cast a permanent spell with a mana cost that contains X, double the value of X. Hydra for 5 equals Hydra for 10. Okay. Yeah, it's funny. That's what the art is. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell or activate an ability... If that spell's mana cost or that ability's activation cost contains X, copy that spell or ability. You, you may, may choose, choose new targets, targets for the copy. copy. So that's how they had to word it so that it, it kind of just means the same as double, right? No. It gives you another one. Earthquake for five equals two earthquakes for five, which doesn't matter. But Comet Storm, which targets, is do it again. Uh, I'm gonna which, search which is the same as, as I'm gonna search which is the same as doubling X. Earthquake for five means earthquake for five twice, which is earthquake for ten. Comet storm for ten, when you double it, is comet storm for ten and comet storm for ten, which is comet storm for twenty. It's just doubled. On two different people. That's fine. It's still just double. I'll search my library for a green creature. Converted mana cost three twice. Yes. It's probably not as good as searching for a Actually, it is. Yeah. I, I know what card you're talking about, a la Green Sun Zenith, or Finale of Devastation. You still just get three three drops, or two three drops instead of one six drop. So if you're enabling some kind of degenerateness, you could probably, yeah. probably do searching it. searching for two three drops is just as it, good as searching, or better than searching for one six drop, because yeah. you get two. Yeah. Card advantage, Ryan. It's two things are better than one every single time. So that's a... You can't actually say that. You can't say things like every single time on the internet. It's what like you... strictly and always. Are you sure? 100% you can't say those words on the internet. Are you sure? We are on multicolored now. I'm going to hit him just real fast to get him out of the way. Cloud Shredder Sliver and Lava Belly Sliver are both cuckoo not so insane if you are playing competitive combo slivers. Cloud Shredder gives them flying whatever. Gives them haste for two. That's more important. Lava Belly Sliver turns them into... Seismic Assault. Not Seismic Assault. Impact Tremors. Impact Tremors, That yeah. gains you a life. Mini Lightning Helixes. Yeah. Why don't they call it Helix Sliver? Because that doesn't sound badass enough. 
I don't know. I, I like I like when they throw back to words that give it some kind of meaning. Right? Yeah, I do too. I just like that this guy's like slithering through the grass and he's setting the grass on fire because his belly's so hot. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what do you want to talk about in here, Ryan? You know, I'm not super impressed by any of the gold cards. I know there's a couple commanders. We talked about them yesterday. Yep. There are a couple, a bunch of other cards that every other content creator doing a set review this week is going to tell you about. Yep. And that's kind of not what we do. Yeah, that's not what we're here for. Including Kaya's Guile. I I think that that's a good card, but like I don't want to spend any time on it. Um, play it. I don't like how Nature's Chant is in white and green. I think it should just be a white card. And what did you say about Ruination Rioter? Ruination Rioter. It might not be a good EDH one, but it's the it's a new finisher in the Seismic Assault deck in Modern. We're all for Seismic Assault. This is another reason that Seismic Assault's better than Bear Seismic Assault. Yes, because you just you play him, and then you're Seismic Assaulting, Seismic Assaulting, dumping lands into your graveyard to use your last land to kill him. He's a 2-2 two, two for 2 that when you kill him with your last land with a Seismic Assault trigger, he when he dies... He deals damage to any target equal to the number of lands in your graveyard. So it's that it pushes you over the top in in your seismic assault deck. He's just he's very good. I like him a lot. He he almost it's like he he, he kind of doubles your seismic assaults. Sorta. He half doubles. He adds another fifty percent on yeah. top of your seismic assault damage. So if you have like ten cards in your hand, you're like, okay, I can do, I can do whatever twenty damage with seismic assault. Use the last one to kill him, then you're gonna get like. Ten, Ten more. more. Yeah. Ten more. It's good. That's he's, actually good, yeah. He's a good card, yeah. Okay, we talked about Ren and Six yesterday. We got to move to Artifact? Do we do we talk about Soul Herder just because it has a cool picture? I know it's Seb McKinnon again. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm I, just, I'm so over everybody just gushing, just, foaming at the mouth for Seb McKinnon. But is is that a is that an Eldrazi? Or is I it don't a, think so. It, I know it says Spirit. It just looks like an Eldrazi to me. I think it's just Seb. Just Seb being Seb. Yeah. And I think it's a good art. I just, I'm just over it. Like, I don't know. Everybody's so hard on it, and I'm just, ah, uh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Everything is just fine, right? Yeah. Artifact? Artifact. You like, I think, birthing bows? Birthing bows. I do like this one. It's artifact for three, four, tap it, create a two, two, color the shapeshifter token. I like that. Better than Riptide Replicator? Uh, no, I like the flavor of Riptide Replicator much better. Hmm. But I, I don't know. I feel like this is probably a like a better card. I like the tree that just like sprouts changelings, like uh, the tree on Ernest Scared Stupid, just like drops those little Brussels sprout things that turn into trolls. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nineties kids, I remember. Yeah, it's that's a, that's just a cool card. I like it. I think it's gonna find a spot in a few car in a few decks, including Reaper King. So get your uh, Reaper Kings, yeah. kids. Uh, no, don't. I like Fountain of Icker, how it suggests that the Phyrexians were on Ixalan at one point. Just, I'm just going to throw that out there. That's neat. we yeah. got a couple throwbacks to Phyrexian flavor text and stuff. What about Farmstead Gleaner? It's another, uh, Is that good? Get your Reaper King. Oh, yeah, but it's a three drop. I'd just rather play one and two drops in Reaper King. That's how you play it, right? Yeah. You don't play it with three drops. Sometimes you do. No, you just don't. Mox Tantalite, big time trap card. We were talking about that. Oh, no, I thought here. you liked this one. <laughs> Shut up. No, this is this is no. Play anything with Mox or Lotus in its name, anything else than this. This is this is crap. Even the land that like makes you sack other lands? Yes. You can play that shit and use it the turn it comes into play. This is crap. But you could cascade into it and cast it for free. Who cares? 
Yeah, I'd rather cascade into my five drop than my zero drop. <laughs> you know what I would rather cascade into if I had to use a suspend something that costs nothing to suspend? The goddamn Black Lotus they printed in Time Spiral. Ooh, that would be a good one. Yeah. That's three times as good as this one. Yeah. It's just better. <laughs> what about the sword cycle coming back? I like swords lots. We talked about um, the, like the, the cycles that take years to reprint or to, to come to fruition. This is one of them. There's 10 swords. So there's three more coming, we assume. Well, we have to assume, yeah. Yeah. But uh, these ones are good. I, I like them. Uh, sinew, sinew and Steel. Equipped creature gets plus two, plus two, and has pro black and pro red. Protection from. Yes. Yeah. And whenever a creature deals combat damage to a player, destroy up to one planeswalker and up to one target land. Artifact. Uh, what you said. This would be way better if it destroyed land. An artifact in a land? Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, how often do you get planeswalkers? You just flat out kill the planeswalker. So this, this card actually eliminates having to dink planeswalker loyalty abilities instead of hitting people for life points because you just hit them for life points and then kill their planeswalker if there's planeswalkers. It's, that's good. It's it's fine. Yeah, it's good. And destroying an artifact every turn if somebody has like red or black blockers, that's good because you don't have to kill the artifact that's controlled by the person you hit. Yeah. Which is good. Kill whatever you want. And then the other one. Read the other one. Sword of Truth and Justice is a sword. It gives you sword, which is and pro white, pro blue. Whenever a creature deals combat damage to a player, you get a plus one, plus one counter on a creature you control, and then you proliferate. I like that second part. Yeah, that's your plane. That, you have your planeswalker killing sword, and then you have your planeswalker enabling sword. Ooh, an enabler. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. They're neat. I'm I'm digging on them. What Currently, about what, what about you? Know what I'm digging on? What are you digging on? Talisman cycle. The enemy colored talismans. Two drop mana rocks that give you colored mana. This is important. Though they are cool. The what do you think of the arts? You remember what the old ones look like? Just like silver kind of coin looking things with like a black background. Kind of dull. These are dull too. Honestly, I don't care. This is for the, them I guess much. this is the modern way that they do it. It's like sitting on the floor of like a a boat, a brothel, a library, a chessboard, and like in the dirt. Yeah, I like the dirt one. I guess the 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 blue red one isn't on the floor of a brothel. That wouldn't be very blue red. I don't know be. where it is. Yeah, we who don't cares? Know. Yeah, who doesn't give a shit? Nobody They're fine. Cares. They're good. I like them. Play yeah. them. And the universal automaton was the one one changeling for one I mentioned earlier. I am a fan. Okay, now we got to get into something here. Okay, the lands. You called the uh, cycling lands, by the way. I did. Ooh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my very first retraction oh, yeah? on the show. Yep, I called the cycling lands. I'm very proud of myself. Uh, I also said they were going to reprint Oubliette. I was 100% sure on it, and they did not. Dang. So. Well, you called Astral Slide, too, and you kind of got that one, so. Cool. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah, all right. So let's let's cover a couple quick ones and then come back to the cycles. Okay. Frostwalk Bastion. It's a snow man land that you can make a man land, a person land, for two mana. It costs two mana total. Is it good? Mm, eh. The thing about man lands that become a creature for one mana is you can tap the land for the mana and make it a creature. I'm just thinking about Zada again. This one's not going to make the cut. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's, I don't think it's very good. Hall of Heliod's Generosity. That. This, this is Volrath's stronghold for enchantments instead of creatures. That's very good. That's what it is, yeah. So That's a very good card. Taps for colorless or white one. Put target enchantment card from your graveyard on top of your library. So what do you get? What do you put? Well, the casual in me says like divine visitation 
or well, you know, like, that's that's not casual. That's really good. Or doubling season, because you know that's going to get destroyed. Yeah, you can get your doubling season back. You can get your impact tremors back. You can get your. What about self mill and then get your gods back? You can put the gods into play. Yeah, get your big perf back. Yeah, there's lots of good stuff. There's lots of neat shit you can get back with Hall of Heliod. Or uh, enchantments that you have to sacrifice, like Sterling Grove, where you sack it and search for a um, an enchantment. Sure, you I can would... just get it back. What about Tooth and Nail? Uh, uh, what's that damn tooth and nail enchantment? Green three. If they have a certain number of creatures, just sack it and get two dudes. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Oh, yeah, I play that one, and Jesse plays it all the time, and I, now I'm drawing a blank. People are yelling. Yeah, people are yelling. Into Sorry. Their, we can't hear you from the future. Sorry, guys, but that one. Also, this card is going to look rad in foil. Yeah, it's got that spacey kind of background like lots of the Theros cards had. And it's got the nice white little oh! spot in the middle there in the door. Peep this, too. You know how I said I like throwbacks and flavor texts and names? Yes. The Stronghold of Theros's Light. And it's a throwback to Valrath's Stronghold. Yeah. Good okay. on you, Wizards. Good yeah, one. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Snow-covered lands, full art. They're going to look awesome in foil. They're going to reduce the costs of foils, except for maybe the mountains. Yep. Because they're full art. That's cool. We've got a cycle of Horizon Lands. People want to call them the Canopy Lands. They're the Horizon Lands because they're printed in... Modern Horizons, and Horizon is the other word on Horizon Canopy. It just makes more sense, people. Agreed. The I think we're also in agreement that the Boros one is the best one. Yep. Because it, let's uh, let's uh, give it a read here. It pay one. You tap it, pay a life. You get one of an enemy color, like red, white, blue, red, whatever. Or you can tap it and one and sack it to draw a card. So late game, I draw my sun baked canyon, sun baked tomato. And I draw a card. Sack it and draw a card. Yeah. I think it's they're cool. I like them. Um You probably play the uh, Golgari colored one in your um Windgrace deck. Because 100%. you can sack it to draw a card and you can just get it back. Yep. And you just like draw two cards a turn for an extra mana. Then why wouldn't you want to do that? I love drawing cards. I do too. So those are all good and they're enemy colored ones. We do have less enemy colored dual lands, two colored lands. And here's my take. This is my take. Maybe I'll be retracting it in August, but here's my take. We've got a Horizon Canopy. Sure. We've got all of the enemy-colored ones. Yep. That's six. To complete the cycle to get ten, there needs to be four more. You think they're going to be in Commander 2019 in the four decks that are going to be available? I would put them there to add value. I think that Wizards is going to give us some pretty hefty value in this year's set because so many people people complained about it. Whether or not it was justified, I think there was enough public outcry that I think they're going to just... They're going to try a little harder to give. That that actually makes me feel more right about what I just said. Yeah. Maybe you're, so, you might be right because these are running anywhere between like 25 and $30 for these. That's that's lots. Well, the lands are always lots at pre-release. Yeah. They're always lots. Planeswalkers yeah. always cost lots of money. Lands always cost lots of money before they're released. It's, so, speaking of lands, I agree. Let's talk about this last land. This is, is this the last card that we're going to do? Let's do it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Prismatic Vista. God damn it. It's a land. You tap it, pay one life, sacrifice it, search your library for a basic land card, put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle. Uh, what does that sound like? Fetchland. And Terramorphic Expanse. And Terramorphic Expanse. And Evolving Wilds. And Evolving Wilds. So it's a combination of the two, enters the battlefield untapped, but only gets you a basic. Yes. So it's like Fetchland Light. Yeah. I don't mind it. I like it. $30? $34 we looked it up? I hate it. The Canadian, we should add. Yeah. 
I hate it. I hate that. You hate the price tag. I hate the price tag and, on this card. And I, I said to you before we were recording, I'm going to get a groan out of you, but you can't just put a comes into play untapped color fixing land at uncommon in a draft set, right? There's the groan. Curmudgeon Brando. Yeah. But then I was saying you can't just put a uncommon comes into play untapped mana fixing land in a draft set. You just can't do it. You can't. It, it has to be at rare. It blows out your $75 draft experience. I, I get it. I do. But. And yeah, and that's that's what we kind of concluded was, is that if you're going to pay $70 to draft, you're probably only going to draft one or two times. Do you think that you you want a bad draft experience because you didn't want a $35 land? Like, you'll probably just take the trade off because you want to, dra- I don't know, maybe if you don't draft ever, you don't want a $35 land in the draft set? Well, since I don't I, know. What do you think? As somebody who doesn't play draft, I just don't. I don't... I want this to be an uncommon, but I mean, I know why it's not. But this is, I feel, the card that is designed to get people into modern because they can't afford the damn mana base. Because you... It's not as good as a fetch land, so it's not going to really affect the prices of those, but... If you can't afford fetch lands, you can get these, but they're already 30 bucks, and they're only going to go up after the set's out of print in August or whatever, whenever they decide to stop making this. And then it's going to be another 40 or 50... It's going to be another barrier to entry if you want to optimize your deck in modern. I don't like that. And I'm going to play this in most of my commander yeah, you, decks you if I can get them. You know what's them. funny? You know what the first thing that I... I the, my first thought as a rebuttal is like, oh, well, to... To save, instead of running $100 fetch lands, I'll run a $35 fetch land. It's like, oh, come on. It's still too expensive. Yeah. You know what? I don't know. I don't know what to feel yet. Maybe this card is just inflated because a portion of the crowd thinks it's going to see play in Legacy. A portion of the crowd says, I need it for my commander decks. A portion of the crowd says modern, right? Maybe everybody's saying that and wanting it right now is making this card $35. Maybe because every single deck that runs a Terramorphic Expanse or an Evolving Wilds is just, can I say strict? Strictly upgrading? No, they're not because you lose a life. It's not strictly, sorry, everybody. (laughs) I don't know what to think yet. I think that price tag is going to go down. I think that it's not as good as everybody says it is. Mm. Um, It's still very good, is the point. It's still good, yeah. We talked off air, I think, what they could do if they want to really kind of push this card and bring the value of it, the cost of it down so that people can actually buy it, is they should reprint it in every commander deck. That's another way to add value. Yeah, and it's a good value card. It's a card that people are going to want. Instead of Terramorphic and Evolving, and what's the other one you like that gets two? Myriad Landscape. Myriad Landscape. Um, Give us a Prismatic Vista. Give us Prismatic Vista. Over Command Tower? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not, but but over Opal Palace? Yeah. Over Trilands? Yep. 100%. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, over City of Brass. Some people are saying, why aren't City of Brass and Mana Confluence in the commander decks? Because, like, those are hot commander lines. They're like 10 bucks, 8 bucks. Over those? Yes. Those are rare for the draft environment, too, by the way. Yeah, I want. I want this card. This is the card that I want because I think that you play this landfall is, decks though. Of I play, you want yeah. this again. My bias is showing, but I think that this card is just it'll be good for the format for it to be readily available for anybody that wants to play. Yeah, you know what? I think that any deck that plays get, get this Dana Roach from uh, CMDR Central. 
I don't remember if it was CMDR Central or EDH Reccast that he was talking about this on, but it's like Prismatic Vista, a bunch of shock land or a bunch of fetch lands in two and three color decks, Wasteland, Strip Mine, Scavenger Grounds. Does does do decks that run all of those cards just now have to play Crucible of Worlds? Is this just another one that goes in the deck that wants a Crucible of Worlds now? Does that card get more expensive? Right? I would play Prismatic Vista in my mono black decks that run Yogmoth's Will. Because if I crack it early game, then Will late game, I have a land in my graveyard if my hand's empty. Like, there are reasons to play this in decks that are one and two colors where you don't necessarily need it. I understand that. I don't want I don't want anybody to tell me that like oh this is the 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 corner case like cuz there's always corner cases. Yeah. By and large do we need to spend $35 on this card? I don't think so. No, it's I don't think it's a $35 card and that's why I'm mad that it's a $35 card. Yeah. Cuz it's probably going to I don't think it's going to stay 35 bucks, but it's probably going to stay above 10, which you know, is still lots. You know what's actually awesome? Give me the price on the Heliod Temple thing. 17 Canadian dollars. Okay, so we got a $17 Heliod land. We've got a $35 Prismatic Vista, and then we have five other $30 to $35 dual lands and $2 whatever they end up being full art snow lands. The base point of sealed boxes of this set are going to be pretty hot with that many expensive lands. Yeah. Like m- maybe with the price of a box being that high, they, they're always going to be expensive. Because people yeah, with, hold on to sealed product like they do with Ultimate Masters because it's like $600 a box. Yeah. That's crazy. That's that's nuts. Maybe it will always be $35 and we'll be wrong. I don't know. Yeah, but here's here's a hope and we're not. But put it in Commander decks. Every time. Right? Every and, one of them and forever. That, that $30 price tag or whatever it is is like the threshold. Once you get above that, they won't reprint it in Commander because it'll like drive the cost of the decks up too much, yeah. especially with no MSRPs now, right? Yeah, well, they got two months. Two months to just put them in. Commander's next. I don't think it works like that. I think those decks are already printed. <laughs> well, F it. They should have this card in it. I hope they do. Yep. Or I hope they have the uh, the Horizon, the rest of the, on like the allied colors. And the Grohl Sword. Yeah, I just w- want that. That wouldn't be in a Commander deck. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, be. that's going to be a, a glorious day for you, right? Y- yes, it is. I'm very excited. Speaking of glorious days, um, we got we to gotta end this so I can go and cut my grass. That's yeah. real. Yeah, I got to do that too. I got to weed my garden and water my lawn. Give us uh, give us the outro, final thoughts on the set. What do you think? And um, any other things that we got to go through that you always do. Okay, Modern Horizons is a very cool set. I'm really looking forward to cracking it, opening it, seeing what you guys do with it, and seeing where me and Ryan can inevitably go with it. I'm not happy about the price tag. As we've talked and everybody's beaten to death, I wish that this was just a standard set as far as price is concerned, like Battle Bond and all those other sets. But alas... This is the world that we have now. If you want to be entered to win the whole dark, remember to check us out on iTunes, leave us a review, or if you've been sharing the show around your LGSs, your house, wherever, send us some kind of story about it, and we'll get you entered in to win that. Total details on all of our giveaways on the giveaways page at uh, commandercookout.com. That being said... Thank you to our sponsor, face-to-facegames.com. They are Canada's biggest magic store. You can check them out for all your Modern Horizons stuff. Get yourself maybe entered in to win a $25 gift card if you open a new account. Remember to tell them that Brando and Ryan sent you. Thank you very, very much for being with us during this two-part Modern Horizons set review, and we will see you again with another deck list on Commander Cookout Podcast. 
hit our theme song. Ooh.